car repair, the nightmare of the Western world. You don't know the difference between the catalytic converter and the powertrain, the carburetor and the camshaft. You've been ripped off endlessly by unscrupulous mechanics who've charged hundreds or thousands of dollars. You're sick of feeling like a complete idiot and you just don't want to take it or pay for it anymore. Well, your life's about to change. Meet Pam Oaks, ASE certified and top-notch auto technician host, shop owner, and author of Car Care for the Clueless, or how to make money while maintaining a vehicle. She'll answer your questions and teach you how to talk car talk. Get under the hood right now with Pam. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. On this week's show, we're going to have ASE Certified Technician L1 Jimmy Shoemaker, and we're going to talk about there's a high probability that your service writer or your technician is on commission, and we don't want you to get bamboozled, so we're going to tell you how to protect yourself, your car, and your wallet. Of course, we have our Gadget Guru back with our email, Gadget of the Week, and we have our Cheap Car Care Tips. We want to thank our sponsor for the first half, Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate-owned. If you're in need of a transmission or an engine, ask for Jasper by name. They have a three-year, 100,000-mile warranty, and remember, it's cheaper to replace that engine or transmission than to replace the car. You know how used car prices have gone up? You know, we need to keep every little bit of money in our wallet so ask for jasper by name great alternative i put them in my customers cars i have one in our shop truck so let's get on with the show and talk to jimmy so you know jimmy we were talking earlier about service writers and technicians being on commission and how it's not such a great idea well that, that's the truth because sometimes it can uh, motivate people to sell stuff that you really don't need sure can can it and that's not good for the consumer or for the shop. Well, yeah, exactly. It reflects badly on everybody, and it takes advantage of an uneducated consumer. It really does. And, you know, we had one example of that customer who she got in a panic situation, and she went over to a dealership, and they sold her a bill of goods over $2,000. Yeah, and that seems to be more frequently, uh, or happening more frequently every day. And it, and it is it's, it's sad. It is, and it's a shame because, you know, she just went in for a window, and they told her she needed a power steering pump, power steering hoses, a rack and pinion, and an outer tie rods. I mean, it was horrible, just absolutely horrible for a car that had under 50,000 miles on it. And needless to say, we found out that both the service rider and the technician were on commission. Uh, yeah, which motivates them to sell everything they can find, even if the car doesn't need it. Exactly. So, you know, it's always so, so, so important to find out. Ask them. Just come right out and ask them, are you on commission? Uh, exactly. You know? Exactly. They so shouldn't be afraid of, to th- tell you yes or no. And they should answer you and let you know. And that way you kind of you can kind of get an idea of, well, are they really, do they have my best interest at heart? Exactly. That's going to tell you right there. First and foremost is you need to be an informed consumer and you need to know who you're dealing with. Well, exactly, and the way you can also, uh, or, or what they're doing now, is they're actually kind of pressuring people and, and scaring them, uh, telling them that they have to risk on their car or it's going to damage the car or cause an accident. Well, how many times have we talked to techs that have come into the shop and they've told us about other shops having quotas? Oh, yeah. Not Training a, services. Not, not only that. Break they, services. They've, they've brought the paperwork in and showed you where the 
these services were recomm- strongly recommended immediately. Uh, and, 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 of course, we go look at the vehicle, and you can clearly see that in some cases the service is already done. Well, what I was talking about was the actual technicians who have told us that they were required to have so many alignments, so many brake jobs, so many training uh-huh. services per I have, week. I have personal experience with that myself. That's right, you do. You <laughs> remember going through yes, that when you I, first I actually went to work for, the area. went to work for um, a local garage here, and uh, we were required to find problems on cars if they if they had a problem or not. Exactly. And you know, the cars, the way they're manufactured, don't get me wrong, they're very expensive to purchase, but there's a lot of plastic on there. And that plastic has a tendency to fatigue, and we have issues. So the car is going to create its own issues. You don't have to manufacture an issue to have the consumer pay for something. Well, exactly. And, it, and it's truly just not fair. No. Um, the best thing a consumer can do is if they're ever in doubt, get a second opinion. Exactly. Take it to a reputable garage, somebody that's not on commission, and that way you know that they're not trying just to make a sale to pad their pocket, but they do have your your best interest at heart, an idea of what you truly need done and what you really don't need or can put off if you need to or it's not ready to be done. You know, and another thing, too, is they should be aware of is that shops that badmouth other shops. Oh, that's true. That's true. Of course, I've been in this industry for 30 years plus now, and and Mm -hmm. that seems to be pretty common. And it is, and it scares the consumer. Well, you know, a professional shop that really knows their stuff is not going to talk ill about another shop. Right. Because they're professionals. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, And also, shouldn't uh, definitely shouldn't discuss it with a customer. No. So don't be bamboozled out there and be uh, scared into a job or scared into not asking for a second opinion because somebody's just trying to sell you a bill of goods, literally. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Then again, if ever in doubt, you can always check references at the garage that you're thinking of taking your car to. Exactly. You know, just a little, little, bit of, little bit of legwork goes a long way, especially in the automotive repair. And you know, word of mouth, it's all about word of mouth. They, you can go online and look at the best websites, the best Yellow Pages ad, and all the word of mouth online from anonymous contributors. And that's not going to tell the story because they even had an issue where other shops were actually creating bogus complaints against their competitors in town. Oh, oh yeah, they're wow. having a, yeah, that's starting to pop up now and that's starting to become an issue. Oh, wow. Which is just, yes, totally wrong. And so the consumer sees that. So the best way for the consumer to arm themselves is to verbally ask, get a verbal opinion from 100 of your closest friends and relatives. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because there's, there's no better way to find a, uh, a reputable place than talk to the customers that go there. Mm-hmm. And that will tell you what you need to know. And, you know, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great mom-and-pop shops out there where some of their staff's on commission. But there again, they're going to have the verbal reputation that everything's fine and kosher and they're going to do the right thing. Well, they're out there. It's just those few bad apples we're talking about. And, you know, when you take your, your vehicle in to have it serviced and uh, you go in for an oil change and you come back with $1,000 worth of stuff that needs to be repaired, that should throw up a red flag. It sure should. You know, and go, well, wait a minute. What? And, and also, um, ask, ask the service rider or the technician that's working on the vehicle, can you show me 
what needs to be done and why it needs to be done. Uh, you know, uh, being being informed can can give you a better better chance of not getting ripped off. Exactly. How many times have we always stressed the why? Why do I need it? Show me and how. Well, uh, you how know, it's going to affect me. I really like showing the customer exactly what their car is doing and what's wrong with their car because that way they know. Uh, it, it educates them on, on exactly what we're talking about, and they can see, you know, by visually looking at it, that, oh, there is a problem there. Mm-hmm. For all you listening out there this week, be aware. Unfortunately, there's a couple of bad apples that spoils the bunch, and commission seems to be the key that they're on commission. You know, make sure that they're going first class on that cruise next month or (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know it's horrible to say but you know unfortunately they're out there and we're here to help you help yourself against unscrupulous repairs exactly hey jimmy thank you again yes taking time out it's always a pleasure and we'll talk to you very soon and you know this is an issue that needs to be addressed um what do you think peter Peter Sudak, our gadget gurus in studio, and uh, so tell us, Peter, what do you think? Well, it definitely needs to be addressed. What what happens is it just promotes corruptness. You know, you got a few rotten apples to spoil the bunch, so to speak. Yeah, it's and not everybody doing this. No, not everybody's doing it. No, no, you just get a few rotten apples, and they try and oversell, you know, stuff that you may need, but they're throwing extra stuff in there that you don't need. Because at the end of the week, they want it on their paycheck. That's right, unfortunately. And, you know, it's just not automotive, but it's other things, too. But we're concentrating on automotive. That's right, because that's our specialty. That's right. You know, on the other hand, how being a good customer will save you money as well. You know, don't go into a shop with a chip on your shoulder thinking everybody's out to get you. We're telling you these things because we want you to be aware we don't want you to go in there hostile. No, that's, that just creates friction between you and your service rider, and it makes it harder to actually work on the vehicle and get it taken care of, basically. just I, We know you're, we understand you're frustrated at your car being broke down. I mean, that, that's a given. Well, yeah, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you need to be aware that this does occur at most establishments automotive establishments but on the same hand you need to let your technician your service writer know what's going on with your car and not diagnosing it for him not going over to an auto parts store and getting that free diagnosis and going in there and saying I need this 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 here please install that's not what we're saying we want you to be a good customer by just telling the service writer or technician the symptoms. That's right. And don't leave out any details as no. minor as you may think they may be. It may Write be, it down. It may be the key to us saving you a hundred or a couple hundred bucks in diagnosis oh, yeah. trying to fix your car. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, write it down so you don't forget. Oh, it's making noise between 40 and 50 miles an hour. Write it down. Right. It does it only when it's cold. It does it only when it's warm. Just whatever circumstances. Well, yeah. You need to be perceptive of what's going on with your car. You know your car. We don't know your car like you know your car. You know every squeak, every grind, every groan. You know your car. And when something gets out of key, you need to bring it to our attention. Because if you do it early, that's when you save money. 
That's, that's money sick. in your wallet. That's the whole thing. To save money in your wallet. That's right, because it will save you Be money in the long run. That's right. Be open-minded and listen to what the tech and the service writer has to say. But on the same hand, be aware of how it works on the other side of the desk or of the wrench and that you may be getting a earlier than normal coolant flush, brake flush, you know, maintenance item service that you might not be required to perform at this time. We've run into that a lot lately, haven't sure we? Sure have. Especially the way the economy is right now. Everybody's just grasping and unfortunately, like everything, the consumer's getting it. Yep. And, and we're the consumer too in other areas. So we understand. We feel the pain. That's why we're letting you know about this. I can't remember what auto repair facility it was, but I saw a commercial on TV where they were making fun of the car dealerships. They didn't specify these guys that just come out of nowhere and come chase you down trying to get service out of you. I saw a commercial for that on yeah, TV. Yeah, I saw the same commercial. I, I, and the I, I, people I, who they are promoting, they abuse the system too, at least locally. Yeah, that and that just, you know, that just makes us look all that much worse when there's very good shops out there that do very good quality work or very honest and bust their butt trying to, you know. thousands and thousands thousands. of shops out there. Great mom and pops, dealerships alike. Thousands of us out there that are honest and they do the right job. But we're just trying to help you in case you accidentally run into one that's not in that grouping. And a brief moment to recognize AC Delco Parts. AC Delco Parts. So I have them in my car, my mom's car. I put them in my customers' cars. What a great quality product. You know, I can always rely upon an AC Delco part and its performance that it's going to give me as a shop owner and technician and my customer down the road. So if you're in need of a part exchange for whatever reason in your vehicle, foreign or domestic, ask for AC Delco parts by name let's get on with the show so peter let's go on a bigger better and more positive things here and you know we have helped our listeners see their way clear of choosing the proper auto center and how to be a good customer and i understand you're smiling at me here because you know i'm doing the segue into you have a gadget so that they can see clearer through that windshield that's right. She was foreshadowing for all you literature fans back there. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do, actually. Um, just if you have this is a neat product. very, very, very minor damage to your windshield, say a windshield wiper made a little scrape on the window because you happened to neglect it. Sure uh, if you did. Yep. But there's Ana- a fix. Another example you and I were talking about, possibly... Arizona, for example, you know, when they have the sandstorms. Oh, yeah. And the cars get sent. Yeah. Horrible sandstorm. And you get little itty bitty little pits in your window that don't need a glass. You don't have to replace it, but it's just, it's hard to see out of there. Mm -hmm. There is a product that's available at basically all the auto parts stores and some box stores, and it's $49.95. So, how do you do this, Peter? Well, basically, the product, you apply it to your window, mm-hmm. and there's a soft buff cloth in there you attach to the end of your cordless drill. Okay. And basically, you 
apply a little bit on the on the buffing pad and then uh, just buff it let into it loose. yeah just let it loose just go nice smooth even strokes across the window you have to let it set for a little bit but basically it fills in all the little nooks and crannies of the huh. window from huh. the little damage that's been done and clears up your windshield and look like brand new that help a lot of people out yeah, that would definitely help a lot of people, yeah. Especially when it gets in that line of sight while you're driving. Right, and you don't have to go <laughs> to the expense of getting a new windshield, you know. Speaking if of expense, how much is this? Uh, $49.95. That's not bad. It's not bad. No, for it's sa- not. For saving a two or $300 windshield, yeah. I'd, Somewhere over 1000 Yeah, and it's, and it's not a one-use deal. I mean, you can you can reuse it a couple of times, I believe, and... So, definitely. No, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Hmm. So, those of you out there looking for some minor windshield repair and it's not a major money out of your pocket, there you go. And you can find it at the box stores, you said? And the yeah, box stores, stores and the auto parts stores. Sure. Yeah. Mm hmm. Wow. Pretty good. Speaking of online, it is time for our email question of the week. Today we have Susan. Susan is from Georgia and she writes Dear Pam. I have a Santa Fe and the battery keeps on going dead. I took it to the local auto parts store and they're trying to sell me an alternator and a battery. I don't know what to do. Do I buy both at the same time or do I buy each individually and have it tested again? First of all, it's always best to have an ASC certified technician. How many times have I said this? Couple. Couple couple, two or three? Maybe three times. Okay. <laughs> Technician, a professional, check out and see why this battery's dying. You know, it could just be because the battery's old. It could be that. Could, be could corroded terminal ends. The lousy connections, That's yes. That's right. It could be an electrical draw on the system. Yeah. How many times have we seen possibly that? Possibly might have left the light on. We had, we had one in the shop, just matter of fact, the other day. He left the light on mm-hmm. and came in... They jump-started it, brought it in, we checked, everything checked out good. And then I had the door shut and with the car running, and I went in to look inside, Yeah. the dome light was on. There you go. Killed it, and I haven't seen him since, and he's, Happy that's, camper, all, huh? that's all it was. I had to just go drive it, recharge the batteries, good as gold. You know, I've seen them in cases where people have stuffed so much junk in the glove box, and will actually... Yeah, to leave that light on in the there, yeah, because yeah. you can't shut it, yeah. Mm-mm. So... You know, uh, auto parts store, they're there to sell you parts. They are not certified technicians. And this is a job for a certified technician. Don't be cheap about this. Actually have a professional check it out. That's right. Because basically you go to the auto parts store and they convince you to buy another battery and an alternator. You know, you could be, depending on what kind of car, you could be out another two, three, four hundred bucks. Easy. Where you could have gone in the garage, maybe spent, say, fifty, just hypothetically. Mm-hmm. And okay, all you could have was maybe just a dirty terminal or even just a loose battery cable. I mean, just something as simple as that. Exactly. And you could or have. Or maybe just the battery and just think of the money that you would have spent by listening to the auto parts store right. and by purchasing an alternator on top of it right so they do a low test battery and well she said it was a santa fe so you know that's not a cheap alternator either no that's foreign yeah application yeah those aren't too cheap no no. and you know it could be even something as silly as the starter 
The starter dragging everything down. Yeah. Having an starter, issue with the starter. Yeah, pulling too many amps, yeah. There's just too many options that this could be to sit there and take the advice of somebody who's not a professional. You know, they sit there and they train them a few times, they do it a few times in the parking lot. That doesn't make them a technician. Plus, you know, people don't realize when a battery is discharged, that's a little hydrogen bomb. Had them go off on me. I've been doing this quite a while. I have not seen one, but I fear you have told me about it, yes. In my own personal car, one time I stopped, I got gas, and I turned the key to turn the car over, and the battery let loose. I swear to God, it was like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I saw the hood come off the car and go right back on that, and the explosion was incredible. It really was. And people don't realize that. And they sit there and they put their face right up against it while they're charging the battery or trying to jump start the battery. No, no you walk away from that. Yeah. Like a bomb. That's got hydrogen gas coming out of there, and that's very, very explosive. And remember, we had that one lady. You and I watched her a long time ago, and she had an issue with her terminal end on mm-hmm. her battery. And she said for her to start the car, she had to tap the terminal end. And we told her no, and she didn't want to pay to have it checked out. She was going to go to her auto parts store. Well, she went out there, popped the hood, tapped the terminal, and remember that battery let loose. Yeah, that seems to ring a bell with me. I know it was a while ago, but yeah, I remember. We went all flying out of the shop because she decided to take it upon herself to play technician. It's nothing to fool with, folks. No, definitely not. No. No. Have a professional check this out. It could be a mirror of things, and we want to make sure that you're getting the right support, the right part for your car, and not a guessing game. No, definitely don't want to guess when it comes to electrical. Too much can go wrong underneath the hood. That's right. Expensive and, stuff. And like we keep saying, it might be just something simple, so get somebody to check it out who knows what they're doing, and maybe save yourself some serious Benjamins, as they say. Yes. Speaking about saving Benjamins, we're on to our cheap car care tip. We like saving money. Let's save them some more. We'll save them some more. We're going to take a household item and how it can help your car. And this week we're using a carpet cleaner. There are various different types of carpet cleaner that you can either spray or you can put a powder residue into your carpet and make it look fresh and clean. Well, for those of you that have cloth seats, this works just as well. And trying to get those summertime, going to the Dairy Queen chocolate stains out of the seats. <laughs> so, not, not that we've done that or anything. No, no this is just from what people tell us. Yeah. Yes, what we see. <laughs> this really works. And, you know, keeping your car looking great inside not only makes you feel good driving the car because you don't have a pigsty you're driving around in and looking at but for resale value it's perfect that's right the first thing you open they see dirty they're going to wonder well if they haven't maintained the seats or carpets how they maintain the rest of the car exactly so you're going to get lowballed on it every time so you know a can of this carpet cleaner costs what Four ninety-five, five ninety-five, four or five bucks. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty reasonable. A little elbow grease, a little bit of your time. You have a sweet-smelling interior. Yeah, it doesn't even smell that bad either. No, they normally don't. Yeah, they smell quite pleasant. 
So that's our cheap car care tip of the week. Maintain those seats. You don't have to spend buku bucks. Yep. It keeps your resale value up, and it makes you a happy camper while you're driving it. Yeah, and if you get little spots on the carpet or the floor mats and stuff, just it just spray it right on there, and then just get a little scrub brush and wipe it right out. It'll take it right out yeah, of there. A little elbow grease, and you're done. Yep. Don't have to do the whole mat, just a little spot. Well, Peter, in next week's show, we're going to be going over our email questions. We have a plethora of them. We like we like plethoras. Yes, we do. And we want more. We have some very, very interesting ones coming up. That's As a matter of fact, I have one that I uh, talked with the writer. I got a hold of them. And we had a big discussion about how to save fuel. Gasoline prices are going up again. They were just coming down, and we saw a little bit of hope. Ah, pull, pull the string. Yep, they're going up again. Can you believe it? And we're here to help you help yourself and to be a savvy car care consumer. Until next week, take care. Thanks for joining us today. Please make sure to come back next week for another edition of Car Care for the Clueless. And don't forget to look for Pam's book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. You'll find it on our website. See you next week.